Hello. Oh, hello. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the most dramatic, uh, twisty turniest, palm springiest, body paintingest uh, recap podcast of The Bachelorette ever. And ever. we are. We're at the finale of, and now I actually, I have to like Google our own podcast because we have a lot of episodes that we have already done. It's kind of unbelievable. And we are at the end of the sixth season of this podcast. Are you serious? Oh my God. Yes. Well, I mean, I, you I know. I have been doing it for that long. <laughs> well, it hasn't been like six years, right? It's like in bachelor season. So sure. that's you know, a while. there's like a few in, in every year and whatnot, but we are at, we're at season six, episode 12. Wow. of our podcast time flies when you're making fun of beautiful people <laughs> on the television i mean really it totally does and yeah i i kind of i yeah i really can't believe it now i'm looking through this and just going wow is that real life and some of some of the episodes under pop culture diner are also related to other topics but most of them are rose plate special which is which is pretty incredible so yeah we got like um, a three four share i'd say of uh of content oh, on there it's probably more than that yeah i mean but they give us so much content but that's that, that's being said um i was a little disappointed with i felt the utter lack of content why did we need two days to watch all this stuff we that's did not. this is the story question. of the whole season right yeah like I, I get it. It's pandemic bachelorette. Things are going to be a little bit different, but um, it, it, this season sort of oscillated between the endearing cheapness of everything and how they tried to recreate bachelor slash bachelorette norms on a, like we went to party city and sprayed everything with Lysol kind of budget. Um, <laughs> but on the other hand, there was a distinct lack of both extreme drama and also just general content to sink your teeth into. So we are left with a season where, yeah, you had a bunch of nice guys. They tried to drum up some villains. Clearly, they were pulling strings behind the scenes to normalize guys coming back on after they've been cut, which I am not a fan of. Not a fan. Yeah, so boring. It happens um, so often. It's just not interesting anymore. No, it's really not. And yeah. the fact that they really like double down on it this time, it's just like, come on, man. Like we're better than this bachelorette. I mean, maybe we're not better than it, but uh, point being, this was a rough season. And considering yeah. you had the initial conceit of, oh my God, someone didn't make it all the way through. They literally threw in the towel and just went home with someone. That is so compelling and such an exciting start. And then for all of this to play out the way that it did, even bringing in fan favorite Tasha, and it's right. still you're like, eh. <laughs> yeah, like it was fine. Yeah, I mean, it's she's so likable, and I was really excited for it. But yeah, I was I was pretty underwhelmed, um, you know. And I like to be whelmed. Yeah, so I was hoping to be more little, whelmed. It's a little disappointing. Um, Okay, this I need to for some reason this is kicking around in my mind and I just need to get it out because uh I feel like we we, we usually talk about the memes that are on Sammy's mind. <laughs> At some point, Sammy's be, meme mind. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's our new segment, Sammy's meme corner. Um but for some reason because your name um so we record this on Zencaster. Zencaster Zencaster sponsor us. Um and you can tell I'm babbling also because I'm at the end of this is literally my first moment of vacation of 11 days off. So sorry in advance for the brain you're getting right now because it was a mad dash to get here. And now I'm like, I'm here. Now what? Oh, let's record a podcast when I'm at, you know, quarter capacity. But I too anyway. forgot it was even Wednesday. So <laughs> yeah, I you seemed kind of surprised. And I was like, yeah. And I almost forgot too. And then I was like, wait. We should record today because um, <laughs> tomorrow is Christmas Eve. Um, yeah, so we should probably record today. Not that we have any plans. We're just ordering pizza and playing Monopoly. It's going to be great. Yeah. Um, but your name on Zencaster is Blue Dabadish Dabadish. And um, for some reason that made me think, and I don't know if you've been following this whole thing on Twitter, but the guy from Eve 6. Oh, yeah, um, he's great. Holy <laughs> fuck. so funny on Twitter. What is happening? I just... I, 
I was reading some of the tweets to my boyfriend uh, earlier today, and oh, I was what about like, "John Bon Jovi's underpants is so good." That's oh, I didn't. I don't think I read the one about John Bon Jovi's underpants, but he started coming for Foo Fighters, which was I was like, "That's a choice." Um, he also went after the singer of Third Eye Blind. Oh, <laughs> a lot. Funny. Yeah, that was great. But I like. But he was just like. Well, I read these to my boyfriend because he's a drummer and he was like, no drummers should become lead singers because they all have the jock gene. <laughs> and then he and then he's like, with the exception of Phil Collins. And <laughs> and then he and then he posted like a photo of Dave Grawl and he's like, Yeah, look at him. He can't even take off his choker. He's got the jock gene. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this is so specific. And then and then he and this is true though. He was like if you don't approach Foo Fighters with anything but like utmost reverence, then every single person will come for you. And I was like, yes. So don't do it. Just don't do yeah. it. What are you doing? You're making I, I have a lot of hot Foo Fighters takes that I just keep completely to myself. So yeah, yeah. yeah that, I, that's what yep, you got to do I with have, things in life. I have that <laughs> reverence. So I can't. <laughs> I just, I won't go there. I just won't. And uh, yeah, so anyway, I don't know that your 90s reference made me think of this guy who's coming for everyone in a 90s band. Yep. I, <laughs> and I then he goes, all, he's I, like, oh, warp tour people. Oh my God, warp tour bands. <laughs> <laughs> so fun. I do. Sorry, before we get back on the subject of uh, Bachelor Reading, I, I do have a t shirt with Dave Grohl on it. Um, it is a picture of when Nirvana was on SNL in the 90s. And the host was Charles Barkley. So they took like a promotional photo and all three guys from Nirvana just look like really uncomfortable and awkward. And then Charles Barkley is standing in the background with a huge smile. And then in the like standard Nirvana font, it just says Charles Barkley above it. And it's, it's a beautiful t-shirt. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I've got a whole collection. One day, uh, Rose Plate Special Nation. I will. Uh, I, I will share pictures of of my beautiful, ugly, stupid T shirt collection. I have. I would say one of the most prolific in in the Midwest as far as stupid clothing goes. That's pretty good. I I think my boyfriend could give you a run for your money, but I've also made him start to cut down on his T shirts. Although mm-hmm. I think most of them have just ended up in the attic. If I'm being yeah. honest, which is fine. I just want them out of the closet so that I can put my clothes in there because I yeah. actually. I've got like a third of the clothes that he has. It's <laughs> awful. Is, I, I don't have many clothes, but everything that I own is kind of stupid. So from the moment I met him, I, I 100% have, have loved and respected Tuck. So I, yeah, let him yeah. keep his t-shirts. I'm on well, team. I, I'm totally fine with him keeping his t-shirts. I just don't think when, okay, he was like taking t-shirts out of the closet and he's like, oh, there's dust on these because he <laughs> never wears. So I'm like, and I don't know. Also, it sounds like a Tasha mustache shave situation. <laughs> he, he owns a lot of like larges and mm-hmm. he's clearly a medium. And, and so he has brought up more than once that I like to say that shirt isn't doing you any favors. And I'm like, that's me doing you a favor. Okay. <laughs> I'm telling you where the, and then when he's, and then when he's in a medium, I'm like, Oh, you look so nice in that shirt. And he's like, well, it's a medium. <laughs> so it's working for me. And I was like, yes, it is. I've had the um, opposite effect in the last year where I used to be like a total like medium guy and I am clearly feeling a lot more comfortable in the large these days. So, Oh boy. Oh, oh golly. Yeah. Um, I, I think he's one of the few people who's like lost weight during the pandemic. So hey, I, I need to take better care of myself. So my, my plan for next year is uh, continue to watch more trashy reality TV, but also do sit-ups while I watch the trashy reality TV. Maybe a yes. little yoga in between. You can do you can do um, working out um, in commercial breaks and stuff like that. Is yeah. something that I feel like Self Magazine has written about uh, at least twice. I'm going to be the poster for the boy for Self Magazine. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, I actually bought a fitness planner. Oh, this is something. Maybe maybe you and our loyal listeners can help me figure this out. So yes, I, do so it. my, my nutrition is like decent. It's not like the worst. I could definitely do better, but I'm definitely not doing poorly. You know what I mean? Like my biometric screening always comes in like, you're doing good. And like, you know, I've never had an issue with like blood pressure, cholesterol or blood sugar or anything weird like that. Um, but I could definitely use help with fitness because 
and I totally fell off the wagon because I just always think that I don't have time for it, which is not true. I can find time. I can carve out time. So I was like, I'm going to buy specifically a fitness planner instead of like a planner where I put everything. This is going to be just for fitness. Um, I'm just going to write down my workout goals and things like that. And I know that I work best if I have a financial incentive to do so. So like I'm starting yoga teacher training in January. So that's going to help a lot um, with all kinds of, you know, all the branches of. Yeah. You kind of got to do fitness if you're doing that. Right. But, you know, there's also it's very um, it's a very uh, comprehensive curriculum. So it covers like the eight branches or, you know, limbs of yoga, you know, whatever that you might happen to call it. And so that's going to help. But I was like, if I what I want to do is for that first month, I want to have like a disincentive to not do it or or however you want to word that where like Mm -hmm. a penalty where if I don't work out every day for 30 days, that's my goal. Work out every day for 30 days because I know once I start to get into it, then I crave it and then I keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to have to like write a check to something that I don't want to give money to oh. so that I won't do it. And Tuck is like, that sounds terrible. And I was like, it will work. <laughs> so we got to f- pick an organization that oh. I do not want to donate the money Mike to. Pence mother fund. <laughs> <laughs> right. So something, something just awful that I just would never be in support of in real life. And I need to write out a check and I need to have it in his hands so that uh, if I don't do it, he puts it in the mail. I, I want it to be something like really bad too, where it's yeah. like, oh well, Sammy can never run for office if if it's oh, revealed. God. No, that's bad. Yeah, here. see, I, then I would definitely, then I would definitely do it because I don't want anything like that to happen because that might happen someday. So I don't yeah. want that to happen. Yeah, really scary stuff. So so think about it. Make it really bad so that I so that I get off my ass and I go. Well, I better be doing some squats today. It's a hundred percent in my wheelhouse. Like this is what yeah. I live for. So yeah. uh, I oh. promise you by the next time that we talk, I'm going to have the absolute worst cause humanly possible that right. you're going to have to give money to. <laughs> Fantastic. Because he won't pick for me. Cause he's like, that just sounds terrible. And I was like, oh, no. that's the point. That's the point. I'm going to total like, I'm, I'm going to find it. I'm going to give you like a big old, like maniacal emperor Palpatine laugh with this shit. Like I'm just fucking into it. Great, great. Yeah, I will definitely do it then. So that's that's the whole thing is prioritize my self care by punishing myself if I don't do it. Beautiful, love it. That that is how it works for me. I've I've done this in the past and it has worked. So, um, so I wasted thirteen minutes of our time because there's I don't feel like there's a lot to talk about in these two episodes. (laughs) Um, and okay, once again, I, I feel okay. This is like. You know, when they say like good, well, I don't know if you know that they say this because this is something that that was from my theater days, but I had a costume designer who used to say, um, you don't notice good costumes. They just blend in. But if there's something that's off, like, you know, a safety pin, you can see a visible safety pin or something feels like it's not in the right period, then the whole thing is off. That's when you notice the costumes. So she's like, my whole goal as a costume designer is that you don't notice the costumes, that they just blend into the world around you. And of course, brighter colors for like the main character. So they stand out, that kind of thing. This is how I feel about Jojo, where if you used her all the time, she would have blended in. If you didn't use her at all, there would be nothing to talk about. But because they used her so infrequently, she stood out. And it made it apparent to me like, hey, they really didn't use Jojo much because here she is to have a girl talk and we barely saw her. So then it felt Very wrong. Weird. Yes. And the other thing is, too, is like, I don't know, the the Jojo Tasha girl talk thing. It didn't feel organic. Like, no. why? Why would Tasha care or trust this person? It's like, oh, she's done it before. OK, well. I mean, it's not like Tasha's a complete stranger to the world of the Bachelor slash Bachelorette. I think she kind of understands what's going on here. And Jojo isn't a person that she knows or trusts where she could be like, yeah, like this is really good advice for someone that I really care about. Like, who is Jojo to her? Jojo is no one. Right. I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I even feel like Becca would have made more sense or Mm -hmm. literally anyone else. Yeah. Somebody like that. I don't know. Yeah. It was kind of strange. And. I guess, yeah, I guess I just, the only connection JoJo has is she also had three dudes for Fantasy Suite. 
which is kind of odd because normally it's not three dudes. So yeah, is it not? I thought. I mean, I mean, sometimes it's it's two, sometimes it's three, right? Like it's not always three dudes. I um, think it's almost always three. Is it always three? Oh well, almost then I got always. nothing. Because there's like oh, the great three fan over here. <laughs> but here was my question, and I actually it's weird because I posed this question and then I didn't pay close enough attention to answer my own question. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask this question to you. Um, because, okay, usually for fantasy suites, they're, they're going to like a different location for each, like they're in the same city, but they're like Mm. staying somewhere different. Yeah. Um, what was the, did, did the fantasy suites look markedly different? I really honestly wasn't paying close enough attention. Um, not really. Hope they clean the sheets, but But that's uh, my question. Like, did they, was this the first time that they ever like shared the same, shared the same area? Yeah. Everyone was in the El Presidente suite. Yeah. That's what I'm wondering. Like, does, does this resort have more than one suite? And I I don't know. I mean, I I think you're asking the wrong guy. Looking, using my, 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 my brain's at a place where I don't even know how many men she's going to sleep with. Um, so I was like very busy crocheting dog sweaters. Okay, so I didn't have time to look at what the fantasy suites look like. I um, successfully crocheted two dog sweaters this week instead, uh, and they're really cute. <laughs> just, just saying. Um, but anyway, so JoJo barely hosted. Chris can chill out. We'll never know. I mean, maybe we'll know if a lot was edited out, but that's what it felt like. It felt like there was more and it got edited out or Chris was making a big deal out of nothing. One of the two things. Um, but Ivan was first on this date and they had, <sighs> this was actually, okay. So, so Tuck has talked about potentially commenting on the show and he then got a little hesitant when I explained how long the episodes go. He was like, oh, I don't, I don't know about that. And I was like, you said you were going to do it. You're, you said you were going to do it. We're going to start with Matt. And you said you were going to do it. And he's like, okay, well, I'll watch 15 minutes with but you But he has right to now. understand, too. It's not like this isn't complete edgier seat active watching. Okay, no. it's, it's there's there's you're, you're shoving snacks in your mouth. You're You're passively just kind of. Uh, you know, talking to other people. If you got a significant other in the room, you're yelling at the TV. It's not like it's not edge your seat viewing. Okay, this isn't like you're watching Twin Peaks in 1991 or something. <laughs> no, he's just. I mean, he's not really one for reality mm-hmm. TV to begin with. But and he yeah. also is the kind of person who doesn't really ever. He doesn't multitask in front of a TV, and that's all I do. Uh, right? Okay. I'm, well, I was sitting there. <laughs> I'm like taking notes, you know, on my Evernote, and then I'm. Uh, crocheting another round of my dog sweater, taking more notes, eating my salad, yet more notes. Like that was kind of, that's kind of what he sees me do. And so he's just like, that's a lot. <laughs> and I don't know if I want to do that. Um, and he just, I, yeah, I don't think there's any reality TV he watches. He likes documentaries. That's as far as he goes. So this is a lot for him. He has a weird visceral hatred <laughs> of this series in particular and i think it has to do with like his ex and stuff and and i was like but we watch it differently because because yeah. because uh, we do so i promise you it's gonna be more interesting and so we'll see what happens but he sat and watched 15 minutes with me and it happened to be this ice bath moment <laughs> <laughs> and i was like this is a weird moment for you to watch but um he was like, well, and then we started talking about the world records that we would like to have. And we found out that both of us um, have food related desires for our world records, like create the world's largest, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what we want to do. I don't remember what piece of food he, oh, I think it was the world's largest red stick. Um, Cause he's, he's like the president of the bring back the handy snacks, red sticks club or whatever. Um, <laughs> I think he wants to melt down all of his red sticks and create the world's largest red stick and then put it on the world's largest cracker. <laughs> I just said like the world's largest bowl of oatmeal. Cause it seems like it would be really easy to do. Yeah. That seems reasonable. Just have to get the proportions right. Yep. Like I totally yep. do that. That would be doable. So, but instead they're like, let's try to give our, <laughs> our contestants hypothermia by putting them in an ice bath and making them kiss for five minutes. Lovely. We love that. That's a normal thing to so, do. <laughs> I have a question. Yeah. This is That's very totally high of, of like shit. 
Yeah, they're just out of ideas at this point. They've they've completely milked the La Quinta for all that it's worth. And they're like, well, we've done that world record thing before. What can we do that's also kiss related? Okay, the world's longest, coldest kiss. I'm like, there's no way that this is in any record book. You cannot no, tell me not. that it is. You're dumb. Um, but okay, who the fuck is Big Polly and why is he a Bachelor Nation favorite? And I have no idea who he is. I don't know who that is either. Okay, I mean, maybe why I'm, I'm really like, showing my ass here, and I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not. Why was he Mr. like this Bachelor is guy, but. Bachelor Nation favorite? I was like, I have never heard of him, and I've been watching since like 2001. Mm-hmm. I don't so know. So I, I didn't get it. Well, I was like, why? Oh, here, wait, wait, here we go. Screen Rant wrote something. Thank you, Screen Rant. Um, is big, big Polly Danner is more than an ice bath kiss expert. So, okay, so here's the deal. He is the franchise stage manager and security for The Bachelor. Okay, so... And so we don't know who he is. Hmm. But <laughs> but all the people that are on the show are probably familiar with him. That's Yeah, that's but they're fine. like, that's... he's Bachelor Nation favorite. And I'm like, but we don't know who he is. No. And you didn't, you didn't introduce him properly. As a member of the like, nation, I, I can say, I don't know who that is. <laughs> right. And it's like, I feel like I know a lot of people in Bachelor Nation more than most. And I had no idea who this guy was. Oh, no, he looks like he your is. uncle going to golf or like someone from the Sopranos. Like he, he's just a dude, just a guy being a dude. <laughs> yeah. They're like, this is big poorly. Um, okay. I need to say something. Cause I sent you cameo information. <laughs> oh, there. There are so many people from Bachelor Nation available on Cameo. It's oh, yeah. stupid. It's crazy. Um, yeah. It's and people that you've heard, they have no relevance anymore. And the mm-hmm. prices they're setting for themselves are stupid. Make you no know, sense. Every once in a while, every once in a while, they're going to be like, "Oh, I'm a." I'm a real Dean head. I got to pay $300 for him to say hi to me. Like that's yeah. There's people out but, there. But Tammy, I think is worth the money. That was why I sent you Tammy. Cause Tammy's is $25 worth it. John Paul Jones though, hundred bucks. JPJ is worth a hundred dollars. Thank you. That's that's yeah. I'm just <laughs> saying it's a bigger, it's a bigger commitment. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Um, Listen, if I had a hundred bucks to spend, and I mean, I'm the ultimate John Paul Jones fan, I would do it for sure. Listen, like, those happy stimulus birthday. checks. Oh, happy birthday! Those oh, stimulus, stimulus checks. Check. Yeah, you gotta do it. But you gotta oh have. A, but you gotta have them talk about Rose Plate Special. Oh yeah, I'll have them do a promo for the show. That's a good yeah, idea. You gotta have them do a promo for the show. But I'm All thinking, right. Tammy. I might spend my money on Tammy. Um, Diggy is only twenty seven dollars. What a deal. Really? Um, oh. But Eric is 100 because he's like, you know, motivational speaker. Sure. So that's, yeah. you know, like he's he's got to up his price. But I'm sure Eric does. I'm sure Eric does like a whole five minute thing where he like pumps you up and just makes you feel so good about yourself. So you're like, that's worth the money. Um, this is really sad. Annalise is 25. Um, oh. uh, Leo, that disgusting piece of shit is 20. Mm. Um, Dan, that weird Canadian guy is 40. Oh, um, a little high, buddy. If you want Peter's mom, uh, Barb to talk to you, it's $59. I can't believe that she thinks or Barb that she should be anywhere close to Raven's rate, which is 65, which I think is a steal. Mm-hmm. Um, Raven is 65 is an absolute steal. But here are two of the standouts. Wills is only 40. That's pretty great. Um, but he's kind of quiet, so you don't know what you're going to get. Yeah, I you don't know what you get. I'd have to watch the samples. I, I but Jorge, $27. Oh. That's $27. unbelievable. That is, talk about a Bachelor Nation favorite right there. Jorge, <laughs> hello. Like, I would totally pay $27 to have Jorge say nice, say nice things to me and say hi to me. Like, there's just no doubt. I went down like a cameo rabbit hole the other day because i i bought tuck a cameo for our one year anniversary so this was like a year and a half ago or whatever from a drummer he likes and he did an amazing job it was Uh. really thoughtful it was really sweet he did like a four minute video and yeah he was just so cool about it and i was like this is great um and since then i've been like well who would i want to do a cameo for me 
you know? And I'm like, God, I'm sure it would be reality TV based, which is a little sad, maybe. Mm. Um, but it's just true. <laughs> or voice actor related. Wrestler. Yeah. You know, like I was looking at like uh, uh, EJ Daly, uh, who does a voice for like Tommy Pickles on the Rugrats, and she was the singer in Better Off Dead and all that stuff. And um, I would love for her to say hi to me in like Tommy Pickles' voice. Oh my god, I lose my mind. Uh, <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, uh, Polly Shore isn't he on cameo for like two hundred dollars? Yeah, I, I watched one of his demo ones that was for like a corporate retreat. This is like a year ago or something. He's just like. Oh, hey, everybody at the fertilizer company. I heard you're at the Radisson. <laughs> $325. Oh, no, no. Polly's Holy rates God. have gone up. <laughs> Polly, that's too expensive. Gilbert Gottfried is a steal. Gilbert Gottfried's 150 Would definitely Andy pay. Andy Dick was 100 for a while if you want <laughs> I would pay 150. Yeah, no, no thanks. I would pay. I mean, I'm a big fan of news radio, but that's not who I would pick from news radio. There are two people in particular I would never pick. (laughs) Um, Tommy Chong is only 150 dollars. That is also a a steal. Uh, Gilbert Gottfried's 150. Um, There was somebody else. Hold on. Oh, um, oh my god, I just her name just slipped my mind, which sucks. Um, Ah. The person who played, um, hold on. I was, I think I searched for her. Um, oh, Didi Khan, uh, who played Frenchie in Greece. Uh, her cameos are the sweetest. She's just like, you know, hi, you know, I hope you're having a great holiday and I just hope everything's going really well for you. It's just like, she's like that same, I mean, that is her real voice. Like that voice that she has on Greece and on, you know, um, shiny time station or, (laughs) um, that's her voice. (laughs) And, uh, it's really, she's just like, so like, I want a nice aunt to say happy holidays to me. It's really cute. Yeah. So anyway, um, okay. So again, we're just padding for time because there's nothing to talk about (laughs) in these episodes. Um, but big Polly is not, he is a favorite to internal bachelor nation but external bachelor nation has no no idea who the fuck he is so you need to introduce him what are you doing um but ivan state was like it was fine it was nice it was cute whatever yeah all the dates went fine um zach state was like perfect yeah he had he had a really strong one i mean really strong yeah and he got, really? he got the I love you and and you know the, the there's, and the, there's just... they did the painting well it was like to me it was like obvious for a couple of weeks now because she's the only she's been saying I see myself married to Zach I'm falling in love with Zach like she hasn't she didn't say that about anybody else mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So no like, it's it's true it's true and Zach really I know you, I know you're a listener I'm sorry that I doubted you that I said see, you had Zach I was on your side for a long time so Zach let me tell welcome. you man. I, I got worked. I got worked by The Bachelor. And you know what? They saw me and, and they said, this guy, he's a real schmuck. And and I believe The Bachelor that you had red flags. You're, you're a normal guy. I wouldn't marry you. I But, you know, that's, that's okay. <laughs> You've grown so much as a person and that's apparent from the show. So I yeah. can only imagine meeting you in real life, how, how much you've grown as a human being. So, so kadoos to you to quote <laughs> another favorite franchise of mine, The Real Housewives. Um, oh, that was... Just because of me, I think I there's like a cord on the ground, and I like lifted it up and dropped it ever so slightly with my foot, and all the dogs just panicked. So we're not editing that out. You're just gonna get to hear that for a second. That's what I live with. Um, (laughs) It's fine. So yeah, Zach, they did like the painting date and stuff, and what they always do. Like I think the thing that was hard was with these, they can't do anything all that interesting, so they're just gonna do the same the same stuff they always do. The interesting thing was, and I actually, I'm going to be honest, I didn't pay that close attention to um, Brendan's date. Mm-hmm. Because. Well, <laughs> I mean, the thing with Brendan is it, it was pretty unremarkable, but then, uh, you know, obviously it led down the path of him saying, well, I don't think I should be doing this, which. Yeah. Okay, good on you because it's like, man, you you were married before. You clearly had a bad experience. Uh, you probably got some shit you're still working through. 
Uh, also, side note, The Bachelor, for someone in your position and your experience in life, probably not the pl- best place for you to be, honestly. like I don't think you should hang out with someone for three weeks and then marry them. Not going to be good right. for you. But at right. the same time, that was to Brendan's credit. And and as a, come on, Brendan, you fucking idiot. Um, he, she, he had to have known this going in, right? Like maybe he was denying it to himself, but he, he waited till the absolute last second to go, you know what? Not going to happen for me. And I, I think that was kind of a bonehead move because it's like, you should have known, man. You, you were not ready for this. I mean, well, and also, if he wanted to make himself look better, honestly, he could have just waited for her to dump him, which she was clearly going to do next. So, but. (laughs) That would have been even better. That would have been easier. He would have come out looking better. But yeah, at the same time, it's always good when someone's transparent. But part of me was like being cynical. Like, I feel like he's doing this because he knows he's on the chopping block. And Mm -hmm. he's like the kind of guy who's like, no, I broke up with you first. No, you can't fire me because I quit. And (laughs) so I was like, maybe that's what he's doing. I don't know. That was kind of the the nagging feeling I had was just like, maybe this is, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is his play right now, but it didn't make him look that good. But the the only interesting thing that happened on his date besides that was that Neil Lane showed up early. That was my only note. <laughs> and he was just like, yeah, it's been interesting being a part of the show for so long. It's like, yeah, no kidding. Look at all that advertising you get. Damn, Neil Lane. Uh, do you think, do you think it has improved his sales to be on the series for as long as he has? I don't know. That's a really good question. I, I mean, mean did, did you buy a Neil Lane ring? Absolutely. For your lady? Not. No. <laughs> I would assume I don't have Neil Lane money. Um, I don't know. Does he? I mean, if he was smart, he would make, oh God, I'm going to search for this and then I'm going to do it incognito. Synonymous, though, with, with like engagement rings. I don't, yeah, I, I don't even think about Neil Lane. Well, because he sells at Jared. Okay. Well, and, then a lot of people have bought it. Um, mm-hmm. So there's, so, but that's what I'm saying. I think it's kind of like Vera Wang where there's like the, there's like the couture line and then there's the accessible line. Yeah. But even with Vera Wang, if someone says Vera Wang, I know what they're talking about. But with him, it's just like, I, I, I you, most people would do a double take, right? They'd be like, I don't, what, who? Like, you know, <laughs> it's the a ring Neil Lane, like, it's oh. a Neil Lane bridal set. You don't understand that? It's better known than Tiffany's. I mean, Ooh. come on. Um, no, I mean, I've, I've already, you know, made it pretty clear. I made it clear the first time and I've made it clear, you know, for the potential second go around. I don't want anything from a mall. Okay. I just don't not interested. Some people, I I went the uh, sustainable non-blood diamond route for me. Yeah. Yeah. You You know, some people are cool with going to a mall. I'm like, no. I went to, so, so the first time, um, and the only time so far, um, I went to like a, it's a jeweler out in New York and they have a small little boutique operation. And, um, so I got to talk to them and try some fun and plant stuff out. And Mm -hmm. they, they deal a lot in like sustainable materials and they try to source as ethically as possible. And now they've started to do like, since I bought my first piece, they've started to do more, um, lab created stuff. They weren't doing that when I first went there, but they were like trying to source ethically, but all their metals are made from like recycled electronics and stuff. And I was like, this is really cool. You know, like this is interesting. It's like different. Yeah. I was like, I just don't want mall jewelry. Sorry. I want something (laughs) different that looks unique. That doesn't look like what everybody else has. Um, but seeing seeing Neil Lane's, I'm looking at his bridal set in incognito so that I don't get a bunch of Neil Lane ads after this because <laughs> I know that that'll happen. Um, yep. There's definitely stuff on here that is like within, you know, an average viewer's budget where like if a fan wanted to get a Neil Lane ring, it's totally not out of the question to do that. Mm-hmm. Um it's not like, yeah, The I watched like the Tiffany documentary and then I was like, how much are rings at Tiffany? And then I was like, I need to go die. <laughs> that was the most terrible thing I've ever seen in my life. Like I was just yeah. so much more money than I even thought it would be. Yeah. And I was like, it, I don't know anything. <laughs> it's obscene how much some people pay for a fucking ring. And it's like, God, who cares? That's not the point. But 
No, Oof. that's not the point. But I also am a big fan of jewelry. So it's like, get me something pretty and sparkly, but please don't spend. Yeah. You know, <laughs> don't spend like, like the kind of money you could buy like a Toyota Camry with. I don't know. Yeah. What the fuck? Money. I really don't get that. When people say how much like they've spent on rings and then I'm like, that could have, that, that's a house. You bought a house. <laughs> yeah. If you're wearing, you're wearing a house. You're wearing a house. That <laughs> makes me really sad. I get really, so if you look at like Neil Lane rings, like I'm looking at his couture website right now too. Some of them say inquire about pricing information, oh, which um, is all you need to know. But um, I'm looking at some of them. One of them is $87,000. Oh, <laughs> just, Lord. No, thank you. Just like, kill me now. Like, what the fuck? That is not a little normal. Too rich my blood. <laughs> no shit, man. So, but, and, and the other thing that bothers me about the jewelry that the, like, that they get to pick from on the show is that I feel like the settings are all pretty boring. Like there's nothing that's, mm -hmm. you know, and they're like, Oh, this really feels like her. And I'm like, does it? Cause they all look the same. Yeah. It's all the same, like platinum band with like a giant rock on it. We get it. Like, yeah. And it's like, Oh, but this one's a different shape, you know? And I just, <laughs> I don't get it. So that's Neil Lane. Step it up. Like bring some interest. For me, the setting is everything. Like I was very interested in getting a unique setting and that's what I did. And I liked it so much that I went, can we swap out my diamond for an aquamarine so that I can still wear the setting I like? And I did oh. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. Oh, I never, I never told you that. No, that's a, that's a fun Sammy fact. Put that one just on the back a, of the trading card. <laughs> <laughs> just a couple, just a couple months ago, I finalized it. I've been planning this for like two years and I, because uh, I went to the jeweler again and I said, well, hey, what can you do? And they're like, here's our idea. Why don't we take the diamond and put it into a necklace mm -hmm. and then take your setting and put an aquamarine in it? Hell yeah. And then you'll have two pieces of jewelry that you can wear. And I was like, cool. And so I have been very lucky this pandemic to have a job and whatnot. And this is a small boutique that I would like to be around after all this. So I said, <laughs> Hey, do you want to do this now? And they're like, let's do it. And I was like, sweet. Um, it's not like they made a ton of money <laughs> doing that or anything. They have much yeah. bigger custom projects that they do. But I was like, I felt good about being able to do that during this time. And so, yeah, I'm wearing, I'm wearing actually both of those pieces right now as I'm recording this. Um, anyway, Okay, fun Sammy facts. We are really padding. Uh, you're welcome. But yeah, so Brandon's gone. And and yeah, he got like, maybe the producers are like, let's freak him out by making him look at engagement stuff and jewelry. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I can't handle it. I got to go. Um, so that was kind of, that was kind of that episode. And then I was like, all right, well, now now we sort of know what's going on. But then, was it at the end? I'm trying to remember. Was it at the end of this episode that Ben comes in or the beginning of the next one? Yeah. Yeah. We get Ben at the end here. I'm end of this one. sure it's all it's all kind of blending together in my head. Yes, but yes. Yes. The last thing we get is Ben because Tasha's like, what do I do with this? Ah, Ben. Right. Come on, man! Like he just he just shows back up, and uh, you know uh, I'm, I'm not I, I've I've committed to not calling him Sergeant Sad Boy, so I'm not going to call him that. But I will say he has committed to a second tour of duty at the La Quinta, and I don't know why he's let back in, other than they need some sort of manufactured drama. Um, he yeah. does this whole song and dance where he goes, oh, you know. I, I I didn't know what to say then and blah, blah, blah. It's just like, dude, you don't need to apologize for any of that. But also you don't need, I, I don't see the point of you trying to like further complicate her situation by being like, oh, and I love you. Like just yeah. saying those words is going to totally change everything. That seems weird to me. Um, plus this whole conversation, it just, it, it seems eerily similar to like, I don't know, text messages i have received from ex-girlfriends where it's just like you no you missed the point like this is not we're, we're done so but Tasha <laughs> damn is... <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, hot gas hot gas hot gas um Tasha is i think she's just kind of on shaky ground so this is clearly like an emotional period for her and she's been cutting guys just 
like for not for no reason, but things that in a normal world, normal relationship would not get someone dumped. Okay. Um, or at least not immediately. So right. she, I think she's starting to second guess some of that stuff. Cause she has had a crop of like guys who aren't dickhead serial killers, which is great. Um, yeah, they I always feel say like the she's... bachelorette, like, Oh, it's a great group of guys, but no, legitimately she had a pretty good, great, great group of guys. Yes. Like I felt really good about, like, I was like, I feel like there's, uh, far fewer ways to lose than mm -hmm. normal. Yeah, it's not, a, it's not a Hannah B situation. A yeah, no. <laughs> Hannah B where it's like, everyone's bad. Or <laughs> a Becca situation, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Becca had a few good ones, and then she let them go right away, and I was like, what are you doing? Um, mm -hmm. You screwed up. But yeah, so, yeah, I mean, she was really lucky on that front. But at the same time, like, I totally – now, did Rachel come in? At the beginning of this episode, was that yeah. where she came in? Okay. Yeah, I think so. And and with so, the Ben thing, yeah. and and where he's you know trying to, I don't even know if he's trying to get his way back in. I think he's like, I don't even know what I'm trying to do here, but I just gotta let you know, like one of those things. Which is, they were like, if you leave, you can't come back. So I was like, well, maybe I'll stay here for a day. I really liked the pool. Okay, <laughs> now I'm gonna come back. That's what it felt like to me. Yeah, yeah. So with Ben, Ben is not a terrible human being by any. No, stretch. no. But he's fine. I don't think he's really done anything exceptional where you're like, oh, my gosh, Tasha, you're making the biggest mistake of your life. Like he is. He's what is he like diet Zach at this point? There's no reason to keep him around. Right. So this yeah. whole thing, it feels forced. It's just like, oh, I know what's going to happen. And that it, it plays out exactly the way that you think it will, more or less. Yeah. I mean, OK, I think with with Ben. I agree with Rachel. Like Ben is like Peter for sure. And like him coming back and doing all this stuff and like kind of shrugging and sighing and whatever. It was like the same type of thing where it's like, he's doing, I don't know. The whole thing to me reads like a bachelor audition. Mm -hmm. I feel like he was doing just as much as he could to stick around and get more airtime. And, and maybe it could be that he can't express how he's feeling and he's not being effective with it. And so that's screwing him up. That could totally be true, but it's not reading that way to me, the viewer. I don't read it that way. I read it as he isn't willing to put himself out there and I'll, in the ways that she needs. Like, yeah, he's being vulnerable about like his stuff and his stories and whatever, but he's mm -hmm. not like doing it in a way that's giving her the attention that she's looking for and the and the commitment and dedication that she's looking for and the other guys are there and also yeah it's like Ivan Ivan is such a catch like you know he's got a great job he's got a strong family he's got a good head on his shoulders he seems pretty like mature and with it Mm -hmm. I just don't think there was a lot of chemistry there with them. I think there's a really good friendship there with them, but yeah. just not a lot of chemistry. So it it makes sense that, you know, when Ben comes back in, she's like, I. it's like, obviously she was sold on Zach and she wasn't really sold on anybody else. Mm -hmm. So it was like she did a swap and was like, well, the one thing. So, okay, let me see if I interpreted this correctly because I got a little confused about this. Was there is there a difference in religion for the two of them that's like a deal breaker for her? Yeah. Was with, that with what it was? Ivan. And and this one caught me off guard. And Same. I, I, know I was that, really like, confused by it. I, I am a, a bachelor podcaster, so you, you'd think that I would know more about the show and, and pay closer attention, but I was definitely like peeing or getting something to eat when this happened. And and then I or whatever the event she's describing. So I'm not sure how the conversation itself went down, or how much of that we were privy to. But it seems like she's really splitting hairs at this point. And I, I kind of touched on that earlier, where it's just like you don't have to do much to get kicked off a Tasha season right now. And yeah. with her and Ivan, she was just like, yeah, oh, um, we we have different like religious ideas, and and that's a deal breaker for me, and. I don't know what that means. Like okay, she's I, Baptist and he's Catholic or he's, he's no, not a particularly religious it. person. I don't yeah. understand. 
I found it. I've been atheist. <laughs> Ivan broke his silence. Are you ready? Yeah. This is it. Okay, so even more clearly, I'm like, oh, yes, Ivan is my type. Um, <laughs> he's an aeronautical engineer. He's got his shit together. He's got a good family, all that stuff. He goes, she only wants to date a Christian, and I'm not religious. Yeah. I'm open to and have dated any religion. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is weird. Because, so, it's, again, so it's not it. like he's... It sounds like, yeah, he's not like, oh, fuck your religion. He's just like, listen, I'm not really religious, but I'm totally supportive of whatever she wants to practice. And here's the weird thing. He had said something at another date, and I think it was after the ice bath, where he was like, I think it's really cool how big religion is to you or whatever. Like, he said something to that effect, I swear. Um, When they were talking, he was like, I love how religion plays such a big role in your life. Like, he even complimented her on it. Mm -hmm. But she's just kind of like, if you're not there with me, that's it. And I honestly think that there was something else, you know? And that was Um, a way to kind of soften it. Yeah, yeah. But she she said, uh, yeah, like we talked about important subjects. Um, There were some things that posed concern. I wish I could say there were a lot of red flags prior to this week, and there haven't been at the end of the day. Religion is part of my morals and my beliefs. Um, You know, and he said, all the girls I've dated in the past that never ended because of religion or anything, but I know that's something that's important to you, and I do apologize for that, and I wish I did bring it up a little sooner. That's the roadblock for the two of us. Mm. Um, Yeah, to me, it's like, I, I mean... Well, for me, that wouldn't be enough, I guess. You know, it's like if I if I believed something and someone believed something else and yeah. and as long as we respected each other's beliefs, mm-hmm. um, I would be fine with it, you know, like yeah. as long as it's like, yeah, and it's not like, you know, intruding on my life or whatever, you know, it's like not. It's not like wrecking things for either one of us to to feel the way we feel about these things. And you're not telling me that I can't experience. It's fine. It doesn't. When I got married, my wife was like, uh, I want to get married in Catholic Church. I was raised Catholic, blah, blah, blah. I want to get married in Catholic Church. I said, that's fucking fine. I don't really care. It doesn't matter to me. I like stained glass windows. They look nice. Sure. Let's do it. Who cares? Doesn't fucking matter. Like, and, yeah, and I mean, that's like such an about, individual thing. Like, yeah. as long as you're not hurting somebody else, I don't really, you know, if your beliefs start to infringe upon my rights, I'm not okay mm-hmm. with it. But if yeah. I don't care what you believe, as long as it's not hurting anybody. Yeah, and just that's don't be fine. a dick about it. That's yes. basically everything yeah. in life. <laughs> and just like, yeah, and respect. I mean, I, you know, I, there's some things that I feel like, no, if I, if we have a difference of opinion on this, this is a problem for me. Like religion mm-hmm. isn't one of them. It's like, as, as long as you're not tying that in with, with things that actively harm people, you, I don't care. Like put a colander on your head and become a pastafarian. I don't give a shit. Um, it does fun. not matter to me, <laughs> well, you know, what, what people do. Um, you know, I, I, I don't care. I, and so I thought that was really strange, but everybody has their different priorities, right? She might be the kind of person who's like, I don't really care about politics. Like, who knows? Like, I don't know if she's like that. I'm not saying she is, but there are people who are like, religion is a bigger sticking point for me than politics. And for some people, it's all about like career stuff. And, you know, for some people it's family. And you know, what's surprising to me is she had a bigger problem with Ivan not being that religious than she did with Zach saying he didn't want to have kids. Yeah. That was weird to me too. That was weird to me. Like, I don't know if I totally believe him saying like, I don't, I don't think it's like a switch that's going to flip that quickly. If he says he's not interested in having kids, I think he needs to be honest. I mean, maybe he is being honest with that, but that part seemed kind of weird to me where he's just like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I just didn't, I just didn't know what I wanted. And it's like, it's only been a few weeks. I mean, don't, you know, and, and, and that was honestly the only red flag that I felt with Zach was, sure. yeah. uh, are you sure he wants that kid? It might take a minute for you to convince him. Um, so 
that was that was a strange thing there. But yeah, so she lets Ivan go. And I mean, yeah, I don't know. Ivan, I think, could be a strong contender for The Bachelor. We'll see. Yeah, it, it, could, it could definitely happen. And I think his problem is he doesn't have a, a super dynamic personality. Um, not that that's a complete, like, nail in the coffin. You're not going to be... Like, we cast Desiree, so... Exactly, I mean, exactly. It, it could happen. And sometimes people's personalities come out more like, I was kind of like, really, Hannah B? You're going to make Hannah B the Bachelorette? And I, I think she's one of the most interesting Bachelorettes they've ever had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm not like a huge Hannah B fan or anything, but I, her personality really came out when yeah. when they did that. And I didn't really get a good read on her before that. So it, it could definitely happen. Um I don't know. I just, I really like Ivan. I didn't, I didn't really think w- one way about him or another until like a week ago. And now I'm like, Oh, I really like him. Um, yeah. cause he has an interesting job and, and all that stuff. Like I like when it's not to say that, you know, I, I like when it goes beyond, um, fitness instructor, not to say that you can't be a great fitness instructor. Obviously mm-hmm. that's important too, but I think it's cool when they have, people with different I, I feel like we get so many like fitness instructors and male models and <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah shit like that the, uh, pharmaceutical reps that it's really nice when we get someone who's like an aeronautical engineer like haven't seen one of those on the show in a while or maybe ever so that's cool yeah. so i really appreciated that um but yeah that was that was the difference there i really had very few notes for the finale except for Tasha's dad is a protective sweetheart and I really like her dad a lot. Um I like her parents in general. They she just has really sweet parents. Um, oh, for sure. Good parents. Yeah, and Ben was just like full of shit on the date. That's what I felt like. <laughs> just felt like Ben is full of shit. Um don't believe him. Don't believe him. Um Zach the Zach date just went so well. Yeah, he just he's really good at these dates and you can tell that Tasha's parents really liked Zach a lot. Mm-hmm. The thing that was kind of strange, um, besides the fake Silver Sun pickups, um, little sting that played after Zach's date, was <laughs> was Tasha's dad coming over to Tasha's like room and be and being like he was like a living vague book. And I was like, what are you saying? Because he was just like, I I don't want you to make a mistake. Mm-hmm. And that's all I'm going to say. Goodbye. And I was like, a mistake about who? Like, I need more. It? Yeah. Yeah. He was just like, I just, um, I love you and I care about you. And, but, but he did like say more nice things about Zach too. He was just like, Zach is great. And Ben is a, is a lovely man. Mm. Uh, but I don't. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I think you like Zach the most, but this is all weird. <laughs> cryptic language that i don't understand they clearly cut something out because they wanted to like add drama because i'm sure he was like i don't want you to make a mistake i feel like you know ben is not going to give you what you need and zach will or something like that or you're getting in your own way too much and just let zach love you whatever you know Mm -hmm. whatever it was he was saying there was something to that effect in there that we didn't get to see so it just was really strange Mm-hmm. So he was just like, don't screw up. Okay, bye. I love you. And it's like, <laughs> wait, what does that mean? <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, uh, the path home was inside you all along. And you're like, where? I can what? try to find it. I'm not, <laughs> this is confused that you thought it was helpful, but it was the opposite. <laughs> like, that's how it <laughs> felt to me. Um, but luckily, after some soul searching, uh, Tasha decides that Ben is just not the one for her and her heart is not in it. And she didn't even let him fake propose. Thank the Lord. I was so, uh, I, I think I texted you right when that happened. I went, yay. yay. <laughs> <laughs> now that was I, was nice like, moment. I was like, thank goodness. I was like relieved. And then I worried. I was like, wait, what's going to go wrong? <laughs> like, someone gonna you know is, is something more dramatic gonna happen and then i looked at the time and i'm like unless this is three hours and i think it's two i think we're in the clear this is good um which also are we just not getting it after the final rose i'm confused by that as well yeah i i think we're not i um, mean we must not 
be getting yeah. one because we didn't get one. Yeah, it's we're, always we're... like same episode. I just I didn't know if they were going to do something supplemental, like if they were going to do like oh, like or next gonna put, week. Yeah, next week yeah. or put something on YouTube or a Hulu exclusive, or I could see something like that happening. I guess not. They did the standard Good Morning America appearance. Uh, they're fine. They're still together. Uh, Tasha remarked that it was actually easier for her and, and Zach to sort of stay out of the public eye between when they actually filmed and, and when it aired, because obviously like no one's really doing shit right now. So yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, but it, they haven't broken up yet. So how long has it them. been now? It's been four months, four months. That's pretty long. Yeah. Um, well, good for them. I hope it works. Um, I hope that Zach eventually wants to have five kids. Good luck with that. Zach. Jeez. That's too many kids. That's just too many. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was like a touching moment. It was very sweet. They both seemed to, I mean, I felt like they had the best chemistry and the strongest feelings for the longest. So it wasn't a shock to me that she picked him and I was rooting for him. So yeah, this was like a good outcome, I think. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So we'll see. For sure. We'll see where it goes, but um, it was good. So God. And then we've got Matt starting in two weeks already. I know it seems like it's really like, I don't know. It, it, it's like a rushed timeline for some reason. Also just from the previews, it seems like they've got a little bit more of the COVID stuff figured out. So it seems like we're going to get a little more variety this time around. Um, but who knows? So my question for you, Sammy. Yes. For the next season of the bachelor, how many people, will be on the show that are either influencers or aspiring influencers. Mm, I'm going to say at least six. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> I feel like that's, that's pretty. We'll set oh, that in, at the Vegas line. Okay. So the Vegas line right now, place your bets, uh, rose plate special nation, uh, plus or minus six. That's, that's it. So are you, are you above you below? You're going to take the line. What's it going to be? Oh, I like that. Um, Chris Harrison tweeted on December 22nd at 9.44 p.m. It pains me there's no AFR live special this The Bachelorette season due to being pushed into the holidays and the difficulty of bringing people safely together during this time. It just wasn't possible. But hopefully we'll be back for hashtag The Bachelor. So there you go. That's, that's what's happening. That's why, you know. Oh, hold on. I've got I've got a rumor for you. Juicy gas, juicy gas. Yeah, apparently there was a rumor that Brendan was talking to Tasha. Mm. Yeah. Like recently or before the show? Um, like recently. Oh. Yeah, it says um, the old DMs, eh? This was a reality Steve unverified rumor, and I don't read Reality Steve anymore for because I want this podcast to not be tainted by it, but now that it's <laughs> over, I can read it. Um, but he said over the last month, I've had two different people tell me that Tasha chose Zach at the end. At some point after filming, they broke things off and that she's currently back in touch with Brendan and they're slowly working on a relationship. Hmm. But he said that he hadn't reached out. Um, and he said, I don't know if she's engaged or not. Obviously if she's engaged, it would be to one of the last remaining guys that I respect and care for a great deal. So he's like, no, I didn't do that. So who knows? But that was apparently a rumor. Um, but if they're doing specials, then clearly that's not happening. Well, or they don't want us to know what's happening. The only the only wild card with Tasha, I will say, is I feel like she does get a little cagey and protective and secretive about relationship stuff. That's kind of yeah. like what happened with the JPJ stuff. So mm-hmm. that's my that's like the only you know, curveball, you know, if you will, that maybe, uh, maybe this is all a ruse. I could just go full conspiracy theory, like everybody on Facebook. If you, if you really yeah. wanted me, <laughs> no, we get enough of that over there. We get enough of that over there. We're not going to do that. Um, so I'm officially once we finish. I mean, I already am, but it's going to feel more like it. When mm-hmm. we finish recording, I am officially on vacation. Um, my Congratulations. Plan. I am Thank as you. well. Very excited. Yeah. 11 days. I'm so excited. My boss was like, what are you going to do? And I was like, well, I've been crocheting a lot of dog sweaters. And I, <laughs> he's just like, yeah, that sounds on brand for you. And I was like, thank you. Uh, 
I was like, so I'm going to be doing that and uh, watching a lot of movies and baking cookies and, you know, like cross-stitching, you know, playing video games, just not doing a whole lot of anything. Yeah. Um, except for a few projects, which is very pared down from my normal <laughs> busy schedule. So my I also have very strong aspirations to read over break. I want to read a lot. I want to have lots of reading time. So um, that being said, Bachelor Nation is back on my reading list and I am excited to get back into it. And so hopefully I will, we can do like a special episode sometime soon whenever, yeah. whenever I get that read and done. Absolutely. Yes. I'm on board. Yeah. What are you doing over break? Literally nothing. It's going to be uh, beautiful. I cannot wait to do nothing. Um, yeah, see me, I've gotten as close to nothing as I can get, but I think anyone who knows me knows that my nothing is a lot of people's extremely busy days. And I'm like, oh, that's yeah. like nothing. <laughs> Sammy nothing is is my is my usual eight hour work day. Um, yes. No, yeah. I, I, I don't know. All I'm going to do is, I, I mean, I have to record a few other podcasts that I do, but um, other than that, I'm just going to hang out like you're doing. I'm going to play some video games, going to watch movies, just chill probably going to wear a lot of sweatpants like I normally do. Maybe not yeah. go outside. You know, all the good stuff. <laughs> oh, my favorite. I'm an indoor kid now. Um, I just figured out how to stream my Super Nintendo. So, Ooh. yes. So I did that last Sunday. And I actually, for those of you who are listening to this and are fans of Twitch, you should check me out on Twitch. Um, you you can find me at twitch.tv slash Hella Max Caulfield. Um, I am doing a 12 hour stream on December 27th. So very exciting. Yeah. I think from 10 to 10, uh, central time. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Come check me out. If you're hearing this before the 27th, otherwise you snooze, you lose. I, uh, I watch it on demand. I colossally embarrassed myself. Well, at least that that's how it felt for me one time on Sammy's stream because, uh, I forget what you were streaming for, but you're doing something. So I like, I like jumped on to watch the stream for a little while and I was just like, oh, I'm not even subscribed to Sammy. I should I should like be a subscribe. So I hit the subscribe button and then that triggered some sort of like sound effect pop up thing. Oh. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, hi. <laughs> so that oh. was fun. Why did that embarrass you? That's like no, just because I didn't expect it to happen. Like I was just like incognito. Like, yeah, I'll just watch for a little while. And it was just like, <laughs> yeah, you followed me. Oh, hi. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when people follow me, I call the I call it an emoji explosion, and yeah. it just like emotes just come and yeah. explode on the screen. I shouldn't say it was embarrassing. It was just like totally unexpected. <laughs> I was just like, oh, yeah, I'll just watch for those. I was like, oh, hello. <laughs> yeah, I make it a big party because that's what yeah. makes people want to hang around. You watch me celebrate it happening, I, and then they're like, oh, this is cool. I, I think that was it. on my Thanksgiving stream. I'm not just going to pimp this out because Sammy is my friend and I do this podcast with her, but genuinely, I don't watch a lot of Twitch. Sammy is extremely entertaining. So thank you. Check out, check out her shit. <laughs> we do all kinds of things. We do Maker Mondays, although that's going to have to be on hold for a few months because I have classes on Monday. So we're trying to figure out like another snazzy name for Maker Days, but we craft together. So I'll come with a craft project and other people are making things while they're watching me and we talk about our projects together, which is really fun. Um, I stream every Thursday night and I think I might even stream tomorrow night, um, on Christmas Eve. Cause we're just eating pizza and watching movies. Like it, it doesn't matter. Um, and, uh, then on Saturdays I play Stardew Valley with one of my friends. So yeah, come check, come check it out. What do you got to plug? Plug your podcasts. Oh your yeah. Podcasts. Um, yeah. If you, if you want to listen to a podcast about just weird movies, pop culture. Um, think of it as like the dark side of, of pop culture diner. Just, just real grimy stuff. The disgusting cracks and crevices between forgotten trash and popular culture. That's, that's where we, we uh, tend to find things. It's called optimism vaccine. You can find it on iTunes. You can find it, just Google it, whatever. I mean, actually don't Google it right now because um, this stupid pandemic has ruined my SEO, but uh yeah, optimism. Oh, right. Oh, I didn't <laughs> even think about that. Yeah. Oh my god. You know like to go from number trip. one to number one million, because I know. <laughs> wow. That is sucky timing. It is. It's quite sucky. Yeah. That but is it's, not it's good. It's entertaining. So if you like movies, it's it's fun. It's a good time. And if you have SEO questions for us, just ask because we both know stuff. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Apparently not enough though. <laughs> Apparently, well, who knew? 
Um, <laughs> all right. Well, that's that's all we've got for now. Uh, happy Festivus, everyone. I hope um, if you're listening to this still on Festivus, wow, you were fast. Mm-hmm. And um, enjoy airing your grievances and having feats of strength. Um, have a safe and happy Christmas Eve and Christmas if you celebrate or, you know, just enjoy uh, time off. If you get time off and if you don't get time off, that's bogus. And I'm sorry. And I hope you get to take a break soon. And I think with that, I've covered most of my bases. Yeah. And, uh, you know, don't do needle drugs. Yep. Yep. That. <laughs> oh my gosh, Amy, I, I need to, I'm going to, I'll have a question time, but I need to send you a picture of a movie that you need to watch, a Christmas movie.